My scribes have worked tirelessly throughout their lives, and my will has sustained them far into the hereafter, binding them to this plane to do my bidding. It's a pity they still keep a vestige of their former life intact. They truly could have been the perfect servants if their souls were truly filled with nothingness. Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM Trevor. And I'm coming at you from sunny Austin, Texas. How y'all doing? Is it actually that sunny down there? No, it's fucking pitch black. How's the weather? (laughs) It's fucking 8.17 p.m. I was going to say, yeah, Raymond, you enjoying it getting like pitch black by like, what, 5.30? Yeah, it's like 5 p.m. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, yeah, man. The chime change can suck a fat one. Yeah, I can't. I can't go enjoy the beach for all day now, guys. Oh yeah, the November beach. <laughs> hey, Damn, November beach is still, I know November beach. Even it's it's still like seven. It was seventy five degrees at at like one o'clock today. So if I, I wanted can't. to, I could have gone to the beach. <laughs> so I've been riding my bike more, and I've been riding my bike after work, before dinner. But now, even if I finish work and jump on my bike immediately, it's dark before I'm halfway through my my ride. And I can't go into the trails that I ride after dusk, technically, air quote, even though I do anyway. It's not fun riding in pitch darkness on narrow trails in the woods. Really? It's just not great. Yeah, that's hmm. a recipe for getting murdered. Yeah, right? Uh, I mean, it's a recipe for, you know, just breaking my neck, too. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, that just sounds like a great way to kill yourself. You don't need a third party. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. not too worried about getting <laughs> murdered because, you know, on either side of this trail is just people's backyards, right? So it's still not the middle of Easy nowhere access it's just still really fucking dark implying nothing bad has ever happened in a backyard <laughs> right no i i dig it i dig it you probably drive you probably ride by a couple of bodies you don't even know yeah right i smell so a lot of a weird shit so it is possible lots of dead just drive by smells whoa exactly free whiffs yeah right mm, free whiffs avoid mile marker 30 i'm right down the road from a dairy and it if the wind catches it right, it's just awful. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, yeah. Well, Trevor and I grew up downwind from a paper mill. How about that? Oh, that's bad. That's so bad. What's why? Why does paper smell? Don't you don't want to know? I don't know. I just want to know. No, yeah, go into this. Like, this is the banter. It smells like It smells like burning shit. It is, what? It, is, it, is a yeah, what? it is a I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't think the fucking rules, Raymond. It just smells bad. Oh, I, I had to live with it. I was an outdoorsy kid, and I remember at least like twice a month you'd go outside and be like Ugh. weird. And just you'd play inside because it smelled like butt out. I don't understand why. It smelled <laughs> like, like somebody that. roasting rancid coffee is <laughs> really what it smelled like. It was really oh, bad. God. I don't know we how to had... define the smell, but it lives rent-free in the back of my head whenever we talk about it. <laughs> was it toilet paper? Yeah, right. But yes, it was a Georgia Pacific plant, and they made toilet paper and they made <laughs> made uh, Weird. uh like paper towel those were the two big products that they made of that paper mill i don't i don't know if this will stay or if we've talked about this before but I, all, the only smell i remember from my childhood is the cum trees we talked about this 
<laughs> oh, Bradford Pears? Excuse me. I don't me. know. I, 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 if I okay, saw No, no, no. All of you pump the fucking brakes. I want to know exactly what I am missing where one person says, you guys know the smell of cum trees? And then Trevor was like, oh, you mean this pear tree? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Bradford Pears first smell of all, awful. First of all, let me look like, it up. I'm, let a me dude, look it up. I'm a dude. I, and you know, I give a man a hand job most days. All right. I don't know what cum smells like. Okay. All right. So first of all, how yes. do you know? I Are think. you snorting it? And second of all, Trevor, what the fuck? How do you know? And how can you equate that to a fruit? Well, Bradford pears don't smell like a fruit. No, they don't. They smell, they smell, they smell like cum. Like... <laughs> okay, all right. For this audio medium, be, uh, Raymond, Jake, I'm going to pause. List. Go, go check this out. Go on. <laughs> Give it five minutes. And... Yeah. I gotta. I've got to drive to my nearest Brinford pear, or whatever it's called. <laughs> Bradford, Bradford pears. Pear. They're they're an ornamental tree. Yeah, and they have pretty white flowers. Yep. This is them. This and is the trees. They smell like you know, exactly what they smell. So, but here's the greatest story. This is the story behind this, though. This is incredible. So, <laughs> these were at my high school, right? And Jake's face is priceless. It's just so good. He's <laughs> 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 just in shock. This is so, like you're, you're you're making up. You're reading off a of 4chan. Like, I'm, I'll close my right eyes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll close my eyes. This is the cum box, no, but this worse. Is the greatest, this is the biodegradable this version. Is the version. This is what happens if you bury a cum box. You get one of these Bradford pear trees. <laughs> like the stickiest, <laughs> grossest, smelliest cum cannot actually. <laughs> oh my god! I, I, I do uh. want to try and salvage this to to keep it on in the banter. Um, no, no, so this is all stay. Okay, so here's the here's was what happened. This is the greatest part of the story. So obviously, so you smell these trees. They you just know as a dude, even as a woman, you just know what these trees smell like. And so for some reason, our high school was filled with these trees. So for like four Are you months sure it wasn't out of just the, the year, smell of the high school because no, they do smell I, like cum. I know, yeah, very true, very true. But no, these trees reeked right, reeked of of just of just the the male nutrient and. So, so, so the best pears no more like baby gravy tree. So, we had one extremely, extremely Mormon person guy at our school. Is a friend of mine actually. Is a good friend of mine. And watching him fight to get these trees cut down was hilarious because he didn't want to say why he wanted them cut down. But everybody knew it was because of the smell. And he was like, because they smell. And the, like, the association was like, like what? And he's like, like, um. like my temple <laughs> undergarments. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they smell bad. And they're like, but what does it smell like? And he's like, like, I've, he's like had to creatively say the word come because I don't think he can because of his religion. And so he just I didn't know that to, was a tenet of Mormonism. I, he literally wouldn't say it. He'd be like, it just smells like, you know. It's nighttime. <laughs> like, what the fuck does that? He's like nighttime. It smells, it smells like, like my brother's moves, mission. <laughs> oh my god! It's a mission. It's totally online. We call it an e-mission. <laughs> <laughs> and he fought and fought. He's like, "Could I just get rid of them?" And then, and then in private, he was like, "God, they smell like cum." And I'm like, "Go tell them that." He's like, "I can't say it publicly." And uh, yeah, I, I want to like, can you imagine being on like some neighborhood commission board or something like that with your monthly meeting and somebody comes in and like, yeah, we're all put down the cum trees. <laughs> <laughs>
Excuse they me, sir. They smell like jizz. Everything it. reminds me of her. <laughs> oh my god. I swear, listeners, we are adults, like some of yeah. us pushing 50, but yet here we are talking about cum for like 10 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know how we got on this topic, but this is where we landed. Yeah, yes, you do. <laughs> it was you your fault. I know, I know. Uh, I know I did it, but I'm wondering, I don't remember like, what, I what happened no before this. We got she just tells Jones me right there, like, I don't know how we got talking about no, this. No, I know that I brought it up, but I don't remember Some what trees started. Are I was, frogs I, I was, was going to try and lasso us back into what we were talking about before the come trees. No, no, there is no going back. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I meant. I don't know where we were before this. I know Spinning I brought it up. a new up, podcast but. called The Come Tree and Me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest Shell Silverstein book I've ever heard. I of. also think it's uh, like uh, it just adds it that the trees are white. The trees are just like super, super white, like the Country petals or like the the, the, the bark. Yeah, the petals. Me here, okay. Let me, let me. I have it pulled up right here. <laughs> okay, yeah, like uh, they blare uh, talk radio. Or need to know like what kind of tree this is. I'm gonna take a picture right now, and I'm gonna post. It's it. called a Bradford pear. A Bradford pear. Here, I just I just even, posted it in cast chat. Does it make this a pear? Does it does it produce I fruit? I bet you, Micah, if you Google search cum tree, it's going to be in the top five results. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> it might be number five, but still going to be this. Okay, I'm going for it. Going for it. That makes it even better, Trevor. <laughs> I know, right? Cum tree. <laughs> oh my god! It is yeah, the first yeah, thing that comes yep, up yep. Is from, really? Vi- from Vice.com. Here's why the trees on your streets smell yeah. like semen. <laughs> there it is. Oh, this is the best picture. There's the payoff. Right oh, this there. is the, the first picture. The first words of the article: <laughs> that cummy smell that comes from a flowery, delicious, deciduous tree called Pyrus caleriana, better known in Australia as the ornamental pear. There we go. I didn't make this. This is on Google. I just posted it in cast chat. That's uh, just for the listeners that can't wow. see this. This is the uh, eggplant, <laughs> eggplant emoji, emoji and the squirt emoji <laughs> on going a over a tree pear. on a Bradford pear. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep, this is them. So our numbers have been going up quite a bit in the past few weeks. And now they're going to scale. Well, we can now. fix that. Well, you just gone. Well, this is no longer a tabletop podcast. This is an informational, like, botanical podcast. Yeah, this is, we're not being gross here, guys. We are, we are, we are botanists. You, know, you need to okay? know about this. I was, Listeners, I was, if you do not really know about apprehensive, this. I was throwing my hands up in the air. I was making a lot of faces when somebody said cum tree and then somebody else said Bradford pear in, in acknowledgement. But. No, this is this is a phenomenon, listener. If you Google cum tree, it is literally uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Comes up. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally the we are hemorrhaging listeners right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this is what they're here for. They're seventy something oh. episodes in. They can they, they know what they're here for. Yeah, yeah, they, know they, what's they going expect on. it at this point. Yeah, right. Oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> So, uh, what Trevor, how's it like, come, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Is it the gauntlet? <laughs> it's the gauntlet. That's canonical now. They've had 500 yeah. years to do nothing but Jackson Pollock the walls. <laughs> It turns out that the gaunt trail leading directly to the keep is just beset on either side by a bunch of... Where do you think that fungus pairs? grew from in the devil dude's uh, chamber in there? <laughs> He's just been like standing there for 500 years. He has to they do something. from something. So, this, uh, this is a serious question. Does any of you have fish? No. No. Damn no. It. Okay. Does I all of a sudden have snails in my fish tank, and, and I didn't come in my fish tank, so I don't know where they came from. I, and... Well, obviously and, uh, your fish came in the fish tank. Is it, there's just randomly snails in there now, and I don't know why. You were talking about How fungus, and it made me think. Like, we've had the fish tank for a long time, 
And then I, I changed the food. I changed the food. And, and all of a sudden there's like 10 snails on the walls. They're like, they're, they're like little snails. They're like this. I don't understand where they're coming from. Again, and again, I'm reach out to, to casual chaos to pump, in our discord. Nope, nope, I'm going to have to have everybody pump the brakes real quick. What do you, why did you follow it up with? You didn't jerk off into the fish tank. Why would that produce <laughs> snails? What, do you, do you because, come cephalopods, Raymond? No, I'm so confused. Okay, this goes back to the I snails in his underwear drawer. Yeah, right. I generally do come. Okay. Stuff. Well, no, this, because we said, because so, I think Trevor said, uh, oh, that's how the fungus, fuck? that's how the fungus grew in the room. And I said, well, there's, there's now some snails in my fish tank. And I, I wanted to, this is like a with, worse yeah. version of like, if you jack off, you grow hair on your eyes and palms. It's like, if you jack off and come on the floor, it just, she it turns into whatever we found. Snails. snails. <laughs> yeah. That's where, that's canonically how Gary was born in SpongeBob. If mm-hmm. you didn't know. Really? Wait, what? Well, there is a but whole little thing about I need to, snail I need to ver- trails. <laughs> I need to verify that. Okay, come on. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, Gary the snail origin uh, I'm, story. I'm, He's fucking I'm, with you, Micah. I'm fucking oh, with you, Micah. Well, come on. <laughs> no, come on. I think they would okay. really put that in SpongeBob. I don't Jesus. know. Okay, we're we're at like a weird tangent. Like, who knows where we're going? <laughs> I know, to be right? fair, yeah. SpongeBob watches porn like all the time. That is true. That is canonical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, it's like all the yes. time when you it's see like the, the TV, hands, it's yeah. actual like sponges. sponges mating, but it's real life, so it doesn't yeah. look like anything. If you always act scared and turn to the channel when people yeah, come I know in. exactly uh-huh. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a whirlwind. What? Yeah. Like <laughs> 15 minutes I don't know into what's this? going on anymore. <laughs> We got to make a long episode because none of this is going to stay in. No, this is all uh, going to stay. This is all I, gold. Yeah. This is amazing. Like, you, yeah, like you say that. Yeah. At this point, they know what's up. They know I'm, what's up. I'm still reeling from the revelation <laughs> of the country. I'm not going to lie to you. Also, you just say, hey, if you want to skip the banter, go to this timestamp. Boom. Done. Easy. Yeah. If, if, uh, trigger yeah. Warning. Give it an explicit warning offended, for our banter. We'll give an explicit were, warning for our banter and go from there. We're good. Yeah. If, if you were offended by cum and or trees science what you're just offended by science get out of here this is exactly how national geographic when all the kids in the 80s used to look at all of the girls from africa they could post them mm-hmm. without shirts on this is the exact same thing yeah exactly we're, this is, is under it? the guise of education <laughs> are we the guise of education <laughs> yes yes <laughs> I will have you know the I guys. have learned a lot in the last 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably more Wait. than I did in high school. <laughs> Snails, trees. <laughs> I'll have you know the only thing you can see is the shoulders up, baby. <laughs> I can't even there see his shoulders. I can't see your shoulders either. That's right. Don't <laughs> don't uh, don't pan down. Uh, anyway, I think we play make believe, right? That's what we're here for. I, something <laughs> like that. Jesus, how deep are we into this? Not deep. We're good. Last week, I'm not even going to try to segue out of that into (laughs) this. There's just no way of doing it. Because I have no idea how much is going to be in there by the time we get to Oh yeah. Post. Oh yeah, you know what else looks like come this ghost you just killed. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Ectoplasm over the walls. (laughs) Oh my god. Last week, Made it back into the gauntlet. Did a little exploration. Found yourself a room uh, that looked like a scrivener's room. Lots of scribing and transcribing going on. And there was a 
ghost that did not seem to realize she was a ghost that was directing you to begin transcribing books. So you try to play along for a little bit. And then I think, yet again, Billiam did something stupid and made it angry. Mm-mm-mm. It wasn't you? I didn't do it? something stupid. I did what everyone told me to do, like a good sheep. <laughs> everyone said, loot that body. And Bill went, okay. And Bill looted the body. That's true. You did loot the body. Mm-hmm. Set the thing off that was passing back and forth through a wall that you could surmise was a hidden doorway. She did not like the looting of her body. She realized that she was not real or not alive. She was very real. She realized that she was no longer tied to this mortal coil. In her rage, sadness, and despair, she attacked you. She's pining for Volok Azrene, who we've learned a little bit of about. Um, over the past year of playing this. And it looked like her corpse was holding a picture of him. Solas convinced her, after realizing that there must be something tying her to this place, that Volik was gone and he was not coming back, that there was no reason to continue to pine for him. And that sent her into a rage, but it was that which enabled the final killing blow to free her from this place. So honestly, you really did a mercy for her. And that is where we ended last week. Gentlemen, and I use that term very, very lightly. What do you do? First of all, you are the one that knew exactly what the cum tree was. I almost just spit my water all (laughs) over again. Jesus. I don't want to be talked down to like I'm not a gentleman after that exchange. Uh, Yeah, I'll accept it. Uh, Bill is hurt. Bill is very hurt. Bill would love some healing. Sexual healing. This is the most hurt Bill has ever been. <laughs> this oh, is really a new no. feeling for me. Are oh, you yeah. sure? How much yeah. health do you have? I had, I had, uh, Sola saved six, which brought me up to like two or three. Oh, and so you were I, about oh, to go down. that's right. Okay. Yeah, I was down. I'm, I'm at 14 now, but I, I definitely right. could use some healing. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give you a lay on hands. Yay. I could also take this uh, 10 minute period to uh, heal you because uh, Cecil has a healer's kit and the medic archetype. So, yep, uh, that'll be 12 HP. Sweet. So, let's see here. I've got all this stuff set up and my dice are right here. I actually am only expert on this character in one skill and it is medicine. Yay. <laughs> and I also have assurance for medicine. So I literally cannot mess this up. Well, only if you if you say you're going to roll assurance, right? If I'm you going say to you're roll assurance. Okay. I'm so not going to, because like, it's only a plus seven. So I could, I still run the gamut of hurting him, I think. Or at least failing, and I don't want to fail. So maybe 2d8 plus five. That's a five. And an eight. So 13 plus five, 18 points back to you. Yay. Thanks. Wait, hold on, hold on. I am not sure that assurance auto succeeds you because you have a minus. Oh, wait, no, the minus one doesn't matter. I know. Are you, You're trained. I am expert in medicine. Okay. You're expert. All right. I'm sorry. Also, when you it. use assurance, you do not take bonuses or penalties. Right, exactly. You don't take your bonus or your penalty. That's right. Forget me, I'm dumb. It is almost as if I went through word for word and said why this would work, and then you still challenged me. <laughs> he wants you to fail. 
I know. It's been like this our whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't honestly have to try wow. that hard anymore. As Mordrin walks up to Cecil and holds out with his hands, poor little wounded muckwort. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Yes. Oh, oh right. This thing. Oh. All right. <clears throat> Let me. Actually, yeah, I can just. We'll just say it takes another 10 minutes and I can just do it again for free. Uh, so this is only 10 minutes for 12, right? Uh, and yeah, one. that is correct. Can you do me one more time? Hey, you got it, bro. I'll do you one more time. <laughs> Give 14. <laughs> Gotta help the homies. Yeah, Cecil's working on him. I'm like, hey, one more? <laughs> How about one more? <laughs> yeah, Cecil's going to look into his bag Plant of things. Trees. And you notice that uh, a lot of his healer, healing kit and uh, the uh, medicine that he would use to apply is mostly like herbs and botanical in nature. So he does this to Billiam, but he'll also do this to Muckward is that he'll pull out like a little small, short, ridged leaf, put it into Muckward's mouth, and uh, chew it. He little flavor. chews on it. And then you get 14 HP back. Perfect. Choo-choo, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. And as long as we're okay with spending 30 minutes here, I would like to take 10 minutes to uh, ponder my emotions, think about what just happened, and regain two focus points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while he does that, can I investigate this, what seemingly was a hidden door that this lady was coming in and out of? Second that emotion. Yeah, sure. You can investigate all you want. Do I need to roll anything? Do you want to look around in this room at all? Yeah. I'll I just do, told yeah, you I'm collecting my emotions. So somebody else has to do that. Uh, yeah, definitely. Look I around. Like uh, we check out these. Uh, had looked around this room. <laughs> we we looked at the uh, the papers and the books, but beyond yeah. that, I don't. Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, I'll just so. I'll just give it to you. Um, I'll just give it to you. You find, uh two bulk worth of books that Morlebin is probably going to be interested in. Sick. Ooh. That's going in the inventory. Sweet. Do I need you to roll also anything? also oh, see a copy of What the Worm Knows, Grave Feasts, and Secret of the Skull, all of which are individually worth eight gold apiece. All right, Ooh. cool. Do I need to roll anything for this uh, hidden door that she was going in and out of? Um, uh, sorry, can... sorry, sorry to interrupt. What, how many, uh, what's the, uh, the bulk? For the two uh, balls. Two balls. Okay. All right, good. We need to unload some of this shit. Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, because you got that rad staff and necromancy, and it is pretty cool. As you are searching through her remains, that chain shirt is very nice on her remains. Oh, yeah. How nice. Uh, anybody want to give me a crafting check on that thing? I have crafting. I can do that. I have crafting identify. I got a 19. I got a 22. You both recognize that this is a plus one chain shirt. Ooh. Very, very nice. Cries and dead rat. Ooh. Solace? Question mark? I would definitely take that. Yeah. Like my. I need to bulk up. Yeah. I'll take that. I give it to Solace. Plus one plain shirt. Heck yeah. That's some good loot we found right mm-hmm. there. Sick. And this portrait of Volok is very, very well done. It has his name. Uh, in a plaque of gold. And uh, you could probably sell this for 10 gold if you'd like. Or, you know who would probably really like this? Osif. Oh, yeah. Because he's got his own little gaunt, or uh, his, like, uh, Dawnflower Museum. This could be useful for him. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty pretty rad. Remember last time you did find a tiny iron key as well? Yes, that was what I was going, I was under his butt. Yep, that's exactly where it was. Did you just misgender the skeleton? Yep. 
All right. So original question: so, do, do I need any for that door? Do I need to roll anything? Uh, no. Okay. You, if you were, she walked through like a little writer's carol, which is like a little tiny desk. And if you were to like even touch that desk, you realize it's really light and movable, and you can just kind of pick it up, and it reveals a door, Ooh. like a like a little handle for a door. A door. And you can just walk right through it. Yay! Once Good I shot. open it for you. Oh. <laughs> Before we move forward, does anybody else need healing? I mean, I'm not maximum, but I'm do- I'm doing better. But I'll take okay. it if you want. Oh, I mean, I can't heal out. you again. Well, oh. if we were here for 30 minutes, I mean, Solus could have done at least two lay on hands and got his focus point back. I believe he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yep, did okay. two on me, and then oh, okay. I just wanted to make cool. sure that like Asmorger didn't need anything or anyone else because no, I can't. I heal never. Billion I didn't get hurt actually. for another hour. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. All right, so we going through this door? We are going through the door. Yeah. Ooh. The door is open. <gasps> There's another door, guys. It's a little, like, antechamber, as is tradition. You open the door to reveal five feet of hallway. Right, exactly. Can I listen at the door? You certainly can. It's a 10 for a 17. Silent as... What is a silent as, guys? The grave. The grave. The grave. Hey guys, last time I did this, I was we were totally fine. So I open it. <laughs> Just like playing Munchkin, kick that door down. Yeah, I open the door and I see a blue chair with a bunch of scrolls. So there's a work table. It's covered with blank scrolls and papers. It's sitting up against the eastern wall of the room. And there is a cabinet with several closed drawers standing to the north. Each of these drawers has a small keyhole on it. Ooh. Oh, this, okay. this looks like a smart um, room. We uh, we came across a key before, didn't we? Um, oh, yeah, I have small Yeah, key. let's try that key on one of these uh, one of these drawers. I will move out of the way. The drawers, or the doors of the cabinet, open without issue. There are five of them. Bill's not smart and goes, do I need five keys? I, I believe they just opened. Oh, all five? I, the same key in all five? Yeah, the same key oh, would sick. work in all okay, five. Okay, okay, okay. Sick. Sweet. Nice. I, okay, sure. I, open all, I open all five of them as fast as possible to impress the guys. <laughs> <laughs> did you see what I did, guys? <laughs> all right, there's a bunch of books and papers in this, and uh, yeah. Well, this is all you. <laughs> Bill walks away from it. <laughs> all right, uh, I'd like to take a closer look at these uh, books and papers. Uh, which ones? The ones on the table or the ones in the cabinet? In the cabinet. All right, give me uh, just give me a perception on them. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, thirteen for a twenty-one. You find two bulk worth of valuable books for more. Sick. All right. And we still have stacks of papers and stuff on the other writing desk. I guess while he's doing that, I can look at those. Give it a, a search. My perception is awful. Yeah, I got a thirteen. <laughs> You I'll can't take really a look out as well. what's going on. Yes, this paper is made of paper. <laughs> Oof. I rolled a three, so I have a total of a nine. <laughs> uh, well, Bill doesn't Yikes. know how to read, but he's going to be like, hmm, have I seen any of these words before? This paper wow. smells like No cum. fucking way. I got a 19 for a 26. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jesus. That's really, really good for you guys. These words. <laughs> these words in this order mean. <laughs> as you go through, you see that most of these papers are blank. They look like they're just prepped to write on their bits of paper and vellum and parchment. But you find two that look to have very strange writing on them that you do not recognize. 
in a language that you do not recognize. Hmm. Oh. When you rattle off the languages you know, whoever has a lot of languages or a few languages. Um, where are my languages? In the I have first page, Aklo, right? Dwarven, and Undercommon. Aklo, Common, and Knoll. Common, Goblin, and Orcish. Common, Undercommon, and Aklo. None of you know this language. Hmm. Let's but ask more a little bit. Could we, it, it, would we be able to roll to identify what language it is, even if we can't uh, understand it? Mm, it's going to be a hard check. Uh, it'll be a society check for you to recognize, but it's going to be a hard one. Oh, that's that's not good for me. Um, do I have society? <laughs> no. Yeah, I have a plus one. Yeah, I can. I'm, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Whatever. Natural 20. Uh, 12 for a 14. So no. No. You, you don't right. recognize I mean, this. I'll look. I but you know. do have the idea that this is probably fairly important. Yeah, no. Okay. okay. We should probably gather this up and take it to someone who can 14. read. Yeah, that's. I know a guy. I know a guy, guys. Put it in my fanny pack. Mm, fanny pack. This room is too smart for me. I'm getting out of here. And that concludes the contents of this room. All right. Well, there's one more out. way we didn't go, guys. And that's where the Grave Knight went. So I think we should tread lightly. Do Oh, yeah. You don't know about him. He's a big, scary, uh, green... Like uh, undead night guy that weighs like a bajillion pounds and doesn't get hurt when we hit him. Also, the where we fought that wood golem, that passageway that leads off of there. There's two doors there. I don't believe we ever looked at. Oh yeah, and the there's room. also a room farther south of where you found the teleportation circle, and there's also rooms south of where uh, Billiam fucked all of you. So metagaming, I think that it would behoove us if we tried to do this in some kind of uh, counterclockwise motion. Maybe we finish up this room in here, head south, and then start moving back up and then to the left to yeah. kind of cover the areas sure. we haven't seen yet. Sure. Yeah, uh, and uh, by the way, this, uh, the, the chain shirt that I picked up um, is not as good as my current armor. So if somebody else wants it, they can have it. I don't what, think uh, I can wear it. I can wear it if it's better than mine. I just have a breastplate. Uh, I have a breastplate too. So. Oh, so it's probably not better. Yeah. Well, it depends Change on which shirt. one of you have a higher uh, dex, too. So Correct. True. That's probably uh, Billiam, right? Right, because the dex check drop. is going to be higher on that than on the breastplate, I, I believe. I'm going to look if I drop in a chain shirt, and then I It's a plus one off. chain shirt, so... Yes, yep. Can I add that in here somehow? Uh, yeah, I go into the yeah. uh, details. I mean, I can just drop shirt. it on your oh. thing, too. Do that. Yeah. The, uh, the dex modifier close. cap is pretty good on this. But it it's would have not been really... amazing for Yosef. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so sad. Yes, it would have. But now I'm playing a magic boy, so I can't wear any armor at all. <laughs> or is that not a thing in 2E, Christian? Uh, you can always wear armor. It's just if you're not proficient with it, you don't really benefit a ton because you don't mm. get the proficiency bonus. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah also, not... the uh, the chain shirt is uh, noisy. So, right. I don't know. So for, like, it's your yeah. stealth. Yep. yep. <laughs> Bill doesn't have stealth. <laughs> Bill is the epitome of going loud. Yeah, right. Also, there is a... I don't know if we already said this, but there's rooms south of the well-furnished room where we first found the Lurker and Light. Yeah. And this should be the level at which the um, cistern is in, too, where that gibbering mouther is. Is that this level? I believe so. 
this should be the same yeah, level in which is. I got lowered yeah, down. You into low, the well. Yeah, we lowered you. Yep. The breastplate is better for you. Is it? Yep. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, it. It, uh, as long as you, if your dex is three, then the chain mail will be better by one. Otherwise, the breastplate no. better. Yeah, the breastplate. Yeah, it's not. My dex is only one. Okay. We can hold on to it for maybe another character or sell it. That's probably some really good money. Yeah. We are uh, ready to head north? Yeah. Door to the north. Ew. And then to the to the east, correct? To this door? I mean, that is... is it yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious what's down there. Let's, let's go there. I think I'm we're about scared. to get our dick flattened. I know. I'm scared of this room. We also I'm know s- that there's... We've seen that here this with is Well, we know... Yeah, Bill will... I assume it's just going to be a stairway that goes down if that's where the Death Knight went. Hey, guys, there's a stairway that goes down. <laughs> it's funny because like none of us could see it it's just billion yeah yeah <laughs> i already had it on my map that there was so was hero a... point for christian again yeah uh-huh. well let's let's not go this way <laughs> let's not do all that. right Ding. so if you guys wanted to go counterclockwise the most straight uh shot to the south um Oh no, that's clockwise. Never mind. Yeah, technically next yeah. would be the room with the with the with the with the you know. Well, there's the library. So we're passing by the library where we fought the wood golem, and there are two doors at the end of this hallway to the west that we never checked. Right, you are in the northwest corner. Wait, oh, I went too far. No, you were where you're supposed to be. Oh, you were just underneath oh. my character. Yes, sorry. We fought the wood golem here. Sorry, to the, in the yes. room to the east. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, my brain is. And farther we're... west, there's those two doors. So yes. whoever has the best perception, get to listening. I'll go. I have a seven. Okay, oh, that's, right. not, yeah, that's not great. I think oh, Billy I think does have the highest. You got Solus. <laughs> perception. I know Solus really? has eight, right? Solus, you have eight. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, mine was twelve on you. Why don't you take the door to the the first door, and I'll take the sec- this door here. Sure, absolutely. And we're going to open these in. two doors at the exact same time. <laughs> no, we're just going to listen <laughs> we need, at them. We need to Don't time it. <laughs> so, okay, three, two, <laughs> one, one, go. Oh my God. You okay. both opening, just opening doors? No, I'm listening. No, no, no. Okay. no. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, Don't oh do God, that. Wait, what? <laughs> I, got a t- I got a 12 for a 19. That would be a great way to sabotage this podcast whenever we're all finished is to just start playing like absolute dipshits. Yeah, right. Seriously. (laughs) Okay, so Billiam, you don't hear anything, but the door is warm to the touch. Oh, there's a fire on this side, guys. (laughs) Always check the door first. If it's It's warm, that means there's a fire on the other side. That episode of The Office. Yep. (laughs) What what does warm mean? Uh, uh, Six for 14. I probably didn't hear anything. Silent as the okay. grave. grave. There you go. I will do your door because mine yours isn't warm at least. Alright, I'm gonna open up this door. Oh. Okay. Um it looks like a construction site. Right. The so walls of like the a... room are partially completed, but they have the telltale signs of chisels and picks, and there are some discarded stone working tools lying against the unfinished walls. Hmm. I didn't <clears> bring my PPE guys. OSHA's going to be down my neck. <laughs> I wonder what Kashak would make of this. This is... Oh, what if we see Kashak in here? <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> We're going to get Kashuk? the Otari Occupational Safety, <laughs> Safety and Hazard Association yeah. in here. OSHA. Okay. Let's go. Anyone so want to investigate? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. 
What's my investigation? I want to walk into the room it's so just I can a perception. see. Oh, um, I, then I guess yes. I will. I will perceive in the far corner of the room where I have walked. I got a natural. No 20. way! I got a natural twenty. We both got natural twenty. <laughs> That's wild. And I got an eight for a fourteen. <laughs> I got a nine for a seventeen. So take it away, guys. <laughs> so you look around the room, and most of this is just moldering, rusting, mundane tools. But there is a pick that really stands out to you of being very high quality. Uh, I pick it up. You pick up the pick? I pick up the pick. What? Do you have any crafting that you could maybe identify this with? Um, no, I do not. Look, here, hand it here, Cecil. Let me let me take a quick look at it. it looks like here this. you go. And that was a 16 on the die for a 28. This is one of my favorite mundane weapons in the game. That's what it looks like. This is a, a plus really one striking pick. Ooh. A plus one mm. striking pick? Yes, picks are <laughs> great. I don't feel a plus one striking thing is a mundane. <laughs> this is a magical well, no, I pickaxe. I mean, like, just a pick. Yeah. A pick is, like, my favorite mundane weapon in the game. Well, it's got the fatal like trait. Deadly, oh, yeah, fatal D12 or something? Yeah, they're fatal D10. Jesus. Which means, for the people at home... When you have a deadly weapon, like a deadly D8, if you crit, you add a D8 to it. Ooh. If you have mm. a fatal D something, then all of the damage dice become that greater size. So this is normally a D8 weapon, so if you hit somebody, it's 2D8 because it's striking. However, if, you've, if you crit, it becomes 3D10. Oh, it's pretty God. baller. I love that... the, the fatal trait. So good. Hey, um... Solus, can you uh, put your friend in that? Uh, can I? Can you put a blade yeah, out? Absolutely, of a pick? could. All right. Yeah. Could, really? Okay. Oh. All right. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't be able to use a shield because it's a two-handed weapon. No, but, no, yeah. it's a it's a one-handed weapon. Yeah. It's not a great. Well, yeah, pick. I really? say that's that one's a one-handed. Oh, so the great pick is the one that's like fatal D twelve then? Yeah. Is it a okay. heavy? Oh, this pick? is just a uh, fatal D ten. Like yeah, I have no idea how I would like set that up. So, could you drop that in my inventory? Can you imagine? It's just an angelic <laughs> figure running around yeah, really the bottom of a dungeon yeah. with a pickaxe and shield. <laughs> you should be a dwarf. You're, you're, yeah, you're right? just role-playing as a dwarf right now. In a role game. It's, it's in your plus inventory one, now, I believe. Yeah. Plus one striking pick. Wow. I don't know if it's better than your sword, but... Oh, it absolutely it. is better than his sword. Is it? Yeah, for a couple reasons. You have not only the... um. Well, if you had crit specialization, it's even better. But it's a D8 and it's deadly D10, right? So if he crits with it, instead of being 2D8, which a sword would be, it's 3D10 on a crit. That's the big deal right there. Okay. That's pretty good. Uh, base this. weapon damage, you, you're you saying it should be a D8? It looks like no, it's a D6. It's, it's supposed to be a D6. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a D6, but it's a fatal D10. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. it's not as good... Unless you crit, then it's better. Right. 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 So okay. up to you. Uh, I'll hold on to it, I guess. It's also piercing instead of slashing, so it's yeah. a different damage yep. type. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that have That's like cool. a crit so specialization if, if you like you can pale somebody with it? No, the crit specialization on these is it's just plus two damage. No. Per one, weapon one. damage nice. die, so yeah. this would be a plus four. Yeah. Plus uh plus yeah, four. So yeah, good stuff, good stuff. All right, cool. Good cool, stuff cool, in cool. here. Well, so right, you then. have that other door that is warm to the touch. 
So just to confirm, is that it in this room? Nothing else? That is it that's okay. in this room. Confirm. I just had curiosity, like, how old does this room look? Like, is this a recent addition? No, this there's cobwebs and stuff here. This okay. is something that was being built during the air quote heyday of this. Okay. Probably it was under construction when the fortress was sieged by the Rose Garden. Yeah. All right. Cool. All <laughs> righty. All right. Well, we're all standing behind you, Bilium. All right. Cover your butt. Looks like a barrel and something else that's above. Is that like a, a hatch? Yeah. It, is that like, what do I see? God. <laughs> so. Hey, God, it's me, William. <laughs> is exceptionally hot. When you open the door, it feels like you opened a blast furnace. Oh. But the source of the heat is not apparent. There's a wooden barrel containing a few iron scoops and a metal bin with a hatch-like lid, and neither of them seem to be the source. That's weird. Mm. Mm. Uh, is, is the room only like that 10 by 10? I can't yeah, see all I of it. I can't see. It is quite small. I say, can I peek my head in without moving all the way in to see this bottom right corner of the room? Lower south, southeast corner? Uh, no, you don't see anything out of the ordinary in here. Okay. Um, There's a chance if I take this hatch lid off, or this, this lid, maybe there's something in here. But other than that, I don't see anything hot in here. I will be right behind you. Okay. I'll be standing out here. And uh, I'm going to put my hand on the lid to see if it's hot before I grab. Touch it with the back of your hand. Yeah. Nothing. Seems okay. Like it's not even hot or? Not even hot. Just the air in here is is stifling. That's weird. That's, that's, that's really weird. Very okay. odd. Just a I'll 10 by 10 off. room with heat? Two barrels. Yeah. Okay, so if you take the lid off, um, there is a layer of ashes in there. I will put the lid on the side and sift through the ashes. Okay. Uh, you find a ring covered in strange glyphs. There's little images of miniature songbirds all around it as well. Oh, little birdies. But nothing else. Very odd. Look hmm. in the barrel. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll take this ring, I'll put the lid back on this one, and then I'll take a look at the barrel. Nothing. Just a couple uh, iron scoops. Hmm. Some looks hmm. like maybe scraps of debris. Can I detect magic on this room? Or if I detect magic, do I do I detect any magic? That ring seems to be magical. Ooh. But nothing else. Not that you can tell. Hmm. There seems to be no magical source of the heat coming from the room with the iron scoops. You don't want to I go in there, do perplexed. some crafting checks, see if you can figure out the point of them, anything like that. I, can, I have, once, cra- I have crafting. I can do crafting on it. As Mordrin, do you enter the room? Oh, yes. no. I knew this was happening as soon as like, anybody want to come in here? I got a good crafting. <laughs> I got a good roll on my crafting. I, I knew immediately. I don't give a shit about your crafting roll. <laughs> awesome. I, I saw, I see, I grew up with them. I knew exactly what that bait was. As you step in the room, as Mordrin, specifically you, the hatch atop this metal contraption bursts open now, and disgorges keep in mind, a pair. Bill's already been into the room. There was no Doesn't way for matter. him to... Oh, Doesn't okay. matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I'll explain afterwards if you survive. 
That's fine. What? Th- this this sounds like a hate crime. Like yeah, I, right. I, yeah. It is. It is. This anti-intellectual specifically. Your intelligence is high enough to trigger the trap. Ah. Hey. <laughs> the hatch atop this thing bursts open and disgorges a pair of freaking burning ghosts. Well, that's not good. I need you to give me a will save as Mordrin. Oh, there. That's not my best. <laughs> oh, I did roll an 18, though, so that's a 24. You are stupefied one. And you begin to forget random memories of those, those as if those thoughts were incinerated like pages in a burning book. And what? I need everyone to give me an initiative roll. Oh, what God. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. No, me neither. This is not good. Great. Well, I'm fucking crushing it tonight, guys. I'm glad somebody is. Yeah, it's the dice tray. It it's is. Good luck. It's got to be the dice tray. It's my second 20 tonight. <laughs> I wish I had a loving family member to make me a dice tray. <laughs> All right, Billiam. Natural get, 20. Buddy? The dice cam showed it. Excellent. That's a 24. Oh, Billy boy. Well, what's the, when you what's say your, that, I just pictured like Tammy comes in and holds the dice up so we can see it. I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> uh, 27 total. Excellent. As Mordron. I rolled a nine for a total of a 14. Not ideal. No, and it's down by one because I'm stupefied. Exactly. 19 for a 27. Not bad, not bad. You guys get to determine who's going to go first. And Cecil. I got a seven for a 12. Also bad. You should feel bad. I feel bad. I feel pretty bad. All right. We are at the top of this encounter. Billiam and Solace, you have identical initiatives. Who is going to go first? Uh, uh, Billiam is in the room, so I'm going to pass it off to him. Yeah, I would say I'd yeah. probably. Excellent. So, what do you do? Well, Bill is dumb. So he see, does he see these? These are triggered. I can still see them, correct? You see them. You okay. see them. You see the two flaming ghosts. Okay, I just don't see them physically in this room right and now. You you can now tell that that is the source of the heat. Is these these Bill. ghosts? Okay, Bill goes my bros, um, and pulls out Halandra, and that'll be my first action. Where are these ghosts? Um, are they in the same space? Like, are they are they here? It I don't doesn't know really matter. As long as you're okay. in the room, you'll be able to hit them. Okay, cool. That's what I want. So, pulls out Halandra. Um, and there's two of them? There are two of them. Okay. Uh, so I mean, it's it's one entity, though. There's two of them. It's one oh, entity. Okay. So you can okay. just target it. This is a haunt. So you can just target the haunt. Okay, cool. Because I was going to use sweep if there was two of them, but there's not nah. two of them. Then Bill is going to pull out Halandra, begin raging, and then attack this haunt. Excellent. Da, 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 da. Rage. Do the thing. Do the roar. Do the roar. <laughs> I Do love you, roar. daddy. I love you, daddy. Bill Bill can't rage himself. Oh, Bill's raging. Okay. Did I do that or did you do that? You did that. I didn't Hell know. Hell yeah. Bill's raging. Bill's feeling good. Bill didn't do very good. <laughs> Bill got a nine for a 20. <laughs> that does not do anything. Yeah. I am oh, so sorry. Yeah, yeah, 20. And uh, Bill's mad because he's not smart enough to trigger cool traps. I mean, that's the end of his turn. 
Oh no! Wait! Oh yeah, because you had to pull it yeah, out. Yeah, pull out Halandra Rage. You had to and whip it attack. out. I whipped it out. And that'll end my turn. Solus, you're up. All right. Um, I would like to draw my sword and my shield, and I'd like to. Can I identify like what kind of haunt this is? Or you can roll a like, religion. Excellent. That that's good. All right. Fifteen for a twenty-five. This is a pair of vengeful spirits that would either need to be exercised uh, with a religion check, or okay. they would have to be intimidated into into uh, no longer existing. All right, vengeful spirit. Scare All them right. away. Okay. Wish I knew okay. That before I raged. All that right. should be the end of your turn. Yeah, that's it. Right. Oh, Asmordrin. Hmm. Uh, you are stupefied. Therefore, you are the target of their ire as the intellectual in this space. Because, in addition, Solus, you could surmise based on the way these looked. These were scribes. They were intellectuals of a sort. And perhaps they were in a bit of a squabble when they died. So it's going to lash out at you with a burning lash. And that's a 28 to hit, Asmordrin. Oh. That is a hit. This is not good. Hmm. Uh, this is going to be 18 points of damage. Uh, split between fire and mental. I don't know if you have any resistances or anything to that. No. All right. It's going to attack you again, however. Not as good. 13 to hit. I'm guessing that's a miss. And the final action is to attack a third time. That is its routine. That's a 21 to hit. That is a hit. Oh, right. And here is the other uh, 12 points of damage. And that is the end of its routine. So it comes to and smacks you up with 25 points of combination mental and fire damage. As Mordrin, you? you are so, Solus, how about a little bit of uh, uh, resisting the damage thing that you do? Uh, yeah, I could have done that. Yeah. Can you can, can you do that through a wall? I thought he could do it because he's through, technically I, not even in the room. I could have done that. I yeah. chose not to. Yeah, I know. It's like I could have. I mean, I know it just happened. And <laughs> I've done that a hundred times before, but but no. <laughs> I was waiting for it too. I didn't think you no, could. That's why no. I didn't say anything. Yeah, no. Hand off the uh, hand off the chess piece. <laughs> just yeah, forgot you, to, Mordrin. Yeah. No, that's on me. That's my, yeah, my mistake. All right. As Mordrin, what do you do? Uh, well, based on the fact Solus has not really given us any information, I will attack it. Solus with... could yell that as a free action right now. Yeah, but he oh, chooses yeah, like, not I, to I, do I things. Assume, I, I assume that I... <laughs> no, I assume that I had relayed that to them. You assume? I assume I, you yeah, protect I, us I guess, from I guess I because you're a champion, yeah. but right. yeah, fuck fair me, enough. right? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Man, Micah. Christian is ouchy. <laughs> Ouch. That sounds like a man that just took 25 points of uncontested mental and fire damage. Yeah. <laughs> and by 25, of course, you mean 30. Oh, it should have been 25. I took 18 and 12, so I know I'm not a no, mathematician. No, it was 13 and 12. It was? Yeah. Yes. 13 so 2d6 plus 2d6, 18 damage. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah, right there. And then you got a 13 to hit, that missed. Then you got a 21 to hit, that hit, oh, and did 12 damage. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. bad at math, aren't I? That's 30 points of damage. I don't know why I was looking at the 13. 
That's what I get for rolling in Foundry. I, I didn't bring my dice with me on this trip. Sorry, Christian. You can beat me later. All right. Oof. All right. So I guess I'm going to try a bobbled sun, or no, I'm sorry, not bobbled sunlight. The um, oh damn it, uh, ghost charge. Charge, yeah. Ooh, 19. That is a 29. That's a hit. Not a crit, but it is a hit. Ooh, that is 15 damage. and Well, 18 damage with the slash. Cool. And that's positive damage, yes? Yes. Cool. Yeah, no, that's uh, that hurts it quite a bit. And I'm going to go ahead and drink a Juggernaut Mutagen. All right. And Muckwort is with his free action. He's going to grab an elixir of life. And done. All right. Cecil, from your vantage point in the hallway, about 15 feet away, you hear a out of flame and a, a, a spooky noises, but you don't really see anything at this point. There's some yelling and some explosions of ghost charges. And now you there's... smell a burning tummy mouth. What mm. do you do? Another smell I shouldn't understand. Uh, this is this is a journey of uh, of nasal exploration tonight. Well, I do have a really fun cantrip that I could have cast on Christian if I could see him, but he stood in one place and let the the ghost hit him instead of leaving. So, oh, whatever, you silly goose. Uh, instead, I'm going to cast it. Uh, I'm not going to cast it on Billion because I know they're not going to attack him. Uh, shit. But I need to cast a spell to be able to like like even psych or psych up whatever unleash psyche next turn if if I yeah. need to. But I don't think I need to. Well, all right. I'm going to cast a cantrip on Billion because I can see him and he's closest to danger. I'm going to cast uh, thermal stasis. So the same abilities that let you lower thermal energy also let you keep it at a safe medium. The target gains resistance two against fire and cold damage. Uh, plus Ooh. an additional two for every heightened level. And this is heightened because it's a cantrip. So that is four fire and cold resistance for you. Hell in case yeah. you do get smacked around by the flame ghost. Um, let's see here. And uh, I would like to uh, look at the vengeful spirits and try to intimidate them to go away. So I will roll my intimidation. I got a 16 for a 26. As you do this, the haunt looks at you and screams in terror and are engulfed in flame yet again and sucked into the furnace, dissipating. Yeah, Cecil looks at the ghost that just kicked the shit out of Esborgen and goes, Shoo! Go on, get out of your shoe! And does like a little this. And you have successfully dispatched the haunt. Damn. Hmm. All right. Go on, you that get out stupefy of here. should wear off within a minute. Sweet. Well, that was easy. Thanks, Cecil. So, yes, uh, this was triggered by somebody of an intelligence of 15 or greater entering the room. Hmm. hmm. I'm going to go to Asmordron. Uh, Asmordron, apologies for not stepping in. And uh, I'm going to give him a shoulder rub. Lay on hands. <laughs> While you're getting your shoulders rubbed, does the ring have anything to do with these these haunts? Uh, we haven't done a crafting check on it yet. 
I did. He said he didn't give a shit about my crafting check. Oh, that is true. <laughs> that is true. You did get a really good crafting check. If you, if you well, allow sorry. me to keep right. that roll, I will use it because it was what a great was roll. roll. It was a 17 for a 24. Yeah, this is what's known as a ventriloquist's ring. Uh, it gives you a bonus to deception checks. <gasps> and it allows you to cast ventriloquism once per day. Hey, I guess who has a great deception? Cecil. It's Cecil. Hey, Cecil, look what I got. The high charisma character. Mm, a very peculiar gaudy ring. I will wear it. Yeah, you should. You look like you lie to people a whole lot. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> that has been added to your equipment list, Yay. and it has been invested. Yay! I have Technically, you're supposed to spend some time investing, but I hate that rule. I think it's stupid. So you are now invested. Yay! All right, you're so invested. So invested. Already. Shall we continue? You could probably All surmise right. that these two, uh, or that, that, that this room was a furnace room meant for incinerating trash. Mm. And that these two individuals may have uh, met their end in this furnace. Hmm. Awful. I would like to think that it's just two. It's always been two flame ghosts. So when people lift up the lid and do the trash, they're just like, <laughs> eat it and burn it. Like the, <laughs> like the burner fire in Studio Ghibli. Or, uh, that, I can't remember the, the film. Calcifer. That is. is that his name? Calcifer from um, Howl's Moving Castle. Yes. Yeah. It's cute. Okay. Well, All right, so I way? wouldn't mind one touch of your automatic healing. That would be super spiffy. All right. I don't know if I can. It. I don't. It hasn't you been an hour. You have to be in an unleashed psyche state. No, I mean. No, his, I think it just means a regular heal. healing check. Yeah. Oh, that was oh, billion that one that I healed earlier, right? Yeah, you healed me earlier. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. you didn't heal me. I was at full at that point. Cool. Cool. Okay. Then yeah, I can do that for free. Three and three. That's ten minutes. Five. Yeah. Um. So, so eleven points. Have you rub me one more time? You got it. I'm so close to full. Oh, you're so close. I'm so close. He's gonna make a smelly tree. But just, but just wait. I, I'm four away. I don't want to. I don't want to get there yet. Oh, Solo, stop! You're gonna make me Bradford pear. <laughs> uh, see, now that banter has to stay in. Yeah. <laughs> That's the trick. If we ever want banter to stay, we just have to. We have to uh, do a callback. All right. So where's the where's the, the room is to the the west. So you guys are gonna head down door? to the room. I'm trying to remember where velvet in this... poster uh, that looked at you and made uh, made Billiam's brain hurt. Yeah, that was here, right? No. no uh, Cecil is heading that way. Oh, it is yeah. going to be straight south from this direction. where Cecil is on the oh, west cool. side So when you pass the by there, you oh, hear some yeah. horrifying whispering noises. That's fun. Do you? I don't hear anything. I oh. do. Oh, there they are. Yep, yep. They just they just showed up. Oh, don't so like that. I will nope. remind that you guys, after the whole combat in that reading room, y'all didn't really stick around to investigate or anything, right? Because it was bad for you guys. Yeah, it was. My last character was blind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was he blind? I thought he was just confused. Uh, I was blinded in that room for a minute. Ah, okay. 
I remember I was sitting there while everybody else looked around for stuff no, and I found that key. No, that's not this room. That's not this room. That that was the room where the lurker and light was. Oh, I thought that's what you were talking about. No, this is the room where You talking the, about right there? Yeah, that that caused Abilium to get confused and start beating the shit out of everyone. Yeah. And then Tobin came way back to when Tobin was alive. Naked. Yeah. And and Oh yeah, Tobin went and exercised naked. this thing. Oh yeah, he flashed it until it it left this mortal coil. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did find that other teleportation circle in there, though. Because Yosef found the that, secret way out of this room and figured out that you could be watched from the outside. Wait, did that happen? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I have no memory of that. I have no memory of this. <laughs> I was going to say, well, if Jake's making it up, it's really fucking specific. Yeah, right? It's on point. <laughs> so you were I able, remember you... explicitly that we came into this room. The poster made uh, our friend kill us. Uh, but then we found a secret door... Yep. out of the sides of these rooms that led us to find that you could be observed by somebody outside of these rooms. There was like a one-way glass, and there's also a teleportation circle, I believe, right there. Oh, so you can actually see all that still in your fog of war? Well, I mean, I was in... I, well, yeah, I guess so. I don't think you have the wall set up right there, but I just remember that Yosef found these, but you were right. We didn't stick around. Huh, I don't remember that at all, because I these doors are still hidden. They are definitely I'm, I'm going to call shenanigans, meta-knowledge. Shenanigans. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that was on me. I went and downloaded the entire PDF of <laughs> the Abomination Pulse, <laughs> and I figured it out. Fuck you guys. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Oh, we glow. Right. Guys, we glow when we're in this room. Let's have Does a rave. Does anybody else remember that? Jesus. Where was I? Well, now I'm starting to second-guess myself since no one's backing me up. But otherwise, I don't know how I have this hyper-specific information on what happened. Unless you told it to him. (laughs) Vic, also, I might add, clearly seems to be accurate. Yeah, right? No, it's 100% (laughs) accurate. I I know that for a while you had visibility of all of the journals. You're like, hey, by the way, I can read all these journals. Well, yeah, but that was in the first couple of months of us doing the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the Peeping Tom episode. Because I don't remember this. I have no memory of this place. Oh, shit. I don't remember why this couch is glowing, though. Yeah, me neither. Okay, so you open this door and you see ghostly footprints <gasps> run oh, out the right. door. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah, we saw it the goes ghostly to the footprints study. It goes all up the way to the. To the Yes, it goes all the way to the study into the wash bin north of the room where we fought the Lurker in Light for the first time. No, it does not. No? Oh, no, is, it it is this the is this the one that goes North? down the stairs? Yes, and goes yeah, down. Yeah, it goes downstairs. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. I was getting that confused west. with level two. Okay, so did we want to check out this area over here where we're we're being peeped on? Oh yeah. Or sure, people could yeah. potentially be peeped upon. Hey, is this a random wall? That's that's not a wall down here to the south. Yeah, let's go ahead and get some perception checks in this <laughs> reading room. This is why they pay you the big dollars, William. <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh, I got a 15 got for a, a 20. Bill got a 3 <laughs> for a 10. God damn it, uh, 2 for a 10. Bill is scared Nothing of this Nothing for any of you. Not even a 20? for a 23. Nope. 23 will do it. Ooh. You see uh, what you could surmise are secret doors on the north and south of this room on either side of the couch. Do we need to move north. the couch? Because Bill has muscles. Pivot. Pivot. 
Which door are we going to open? We're going to open. We'll go open the north top or one. south. North. I still can't All right, see it. It is now open. Ooh. Huh. Ooh. Okay. Yep. Ooh, spider whips. <laughs> spiders! Spiders! <laughs> Souls don't come this way. They're spiders. Go into this room, and it's like a double cross shaped room. There's a cross on the top, and there's a cross on the bottom. There are two teleportation circles. Uh, in two set into two alcoves on the west side of the wall. These are small circles. So they have a five foot, um, a five foot diameter. So enough for one person to stand in and go. And on the eastern wall, there are peepholes that you can look through into the room that you just left from. Weird. What are the alcoves to the north and south of this hallway? Uh, there are nothing in those alcoves in the, the north and the south. But they just have like a weird edifice. That's just cause. Yeah, it's just like uh, maybe there were chairs here at one point, perhaps. Hmm. But you do have two teleportation circles in here. All right. I wonder where these go. You do have the, the awakened portal ritual. Technically, have these been stripped of all their materials, or is it still intact? No, these ones still have all the silver inlaid. Oh, all right. We do have that ritual. There is I a mean, door to the south. We could check before we teleport out of here. Yeah. I don't know how long that ritual takes either. I actually still haven't looked at it. Yeah, I don't think anybody's really studied the ritual as of yet. All right, so do we head to this door to the south at the end of the hallway? Uh, I'm assuming so. Sure, yeah. Okay. I'll step away so that somebody with bigger, better ears listen. 19. 26. Jeez. rocks tonight. You hear some soft muttering sounds anguished and sad. I'll relay this to the party, but I will still pull out. I w- you know, at this time, I want to pull out my Retribution X because I haven't used it and I have it. Fuck it. So I go, something sounds sad, but we've been deceived before. I've been hurt before. And, uh... I, I, I believe it is important to be careful and I'm going to draw my sword as well. Anybody else want to do anything before I open this door? Uh, Cecil raises his hackles. Open it up. Ooh, hackles Ooh. raised. What the, what the fuck? fuck? There's a, there's a, fucking. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> like, I didn't even describe it. Yeah, it looks like the, a fish with a, with, but it's not a fish. Oh, I don't see it's whatever creature you guys are talking about. Yeah, there's yeah a, I know. I'm so, so far back, I can't see it either. <laughs> description of what's going on in here. You got a large cross-shaped chamber with several long couches. There's leather cushions that were once probably sumptuous and beautiful on these couches and they are cracked and pitted with age. There's dead plants lying slumped in planters and there is a long dry fountain depicting a menacing lighthouse in the middle of the room. Alongside all of this, there is a strange creature that seems to be pacing back and forth muttering to itself. I'm going to show all of you Oh, God. What oh, man. this creature looks like. I don't like that. Uh, and you can hear it muttering, not home above, not home below. Valkyriel will never have a home again. Morlocks hate. Ghouls hate. Just hungry. Just hungry. And as you walk in, it turns to look at you and kind of asserts a defensive posture, but does not attack. Cecil, you what want to lie to do it? You do. <laughs> I just gave you that <laughs> ring. <laughs> All 
I can, I'll uh, walk up behind Billiam and poke my head around and look at this horrifying creature and be like, you know, like, like, and then, um, hello, who are you? Are you friend or foe? I think it depends. They sent you to kill me. Never at home. Never at home. It never safe. Also depends. From what I understand, we have killed everybody else on this floor. You, the Morlocks let you pass? Oh no, they're dead. You wouldn't know anything about the Morlocks. Yeah, they wouldn't have told me about the Morlocks. They haven't. Bill would. I don't know. Bill would while we're walking. I was gonna say, okay, they've so never told me just about the side Morlocks. conversations. <laughs> no, All yeah, right. just side okay, conversations. So, like, so, so by the way, so, Tuesday. Okay, okay, we, okay uh, no, listen. Okay, shut up. No, listen. Shut the fuck up. Okay. What I'm gonna do is be like Morlocks, and then I'm going to turn and look at Billiam, and Billiam is going to start telling me about Morlocks right now in the middle of everything, and I'm going to stop him, and then I'm going to cast a first level spell because I want to use it, and I haven't gotten to yet, and it's perfect for this. What is that spell? I am going to cast Mind Link on Billiam. (gasps) You link to them. You don't want to get in there. You link your mind to the target's mind and mentally impart to that target an amount of information in an instant that could otherwise be communicated in 10 minutes. What? You see everything he did last Whoa. night. Yeah, oh, right? no. <sighs> About so, Morlocks. Yeah. So, I'm, so, so she's like, the Morlocks let you pass and I'm going to turn around and Billy's going to start to open his mouth and I'm just going to like place my paw on his forehead. <laughs> and then Billy's eyes are going to roll back. Mine are going to roll back for about a second. And then I'm going to turn around and look at him and go, no, he turned that one into toothpaste with a brick. <laughs> what do you mean, that one? What What one? The big Grolgust, one. Is Grolgust dead? Mm-hmm. And he drops his arms from the defensive position. Ah, it means I could go home. If Grolgust is dead, I could go home. I apologize. I, I'm sure I look rather frightening. Though I don't mean to, I, I am... I am Algrail. I was a Morlock, I think. I got the fever and died, and I guess Rerose is one of these things. The ghouls won't let me stay here. The Morlocks won't let me stay there, but I'm so hungry. Uh, uh, could you repeat the, the name, please? Oh, sorry. Algrail. Algrail. Well, I think you look beautiful, Algrail. And you know what? I'm sure we have some food we could give you. I'm pretty sure this thing wants to eat flesh. I only eat flesh, but not flesh of things that were once living. I crave nothing but undead flesh. Well, well, there is a there is a certain construct in the northeast part of this floor that uh, may seem very appetizing to you. There's also all of the dead ghouls. You could just eat them. What dead? Dead ghouls? You you killed the ghouls? Hmm. Everything, sister. <laughs> Thank you so much. I would like to extend my warmest greetings. My name is Cecil. I am a gnoll, and I'm new in town. Look, William, I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about letting this thing go and just running free. It's, it seems to be an evil abomination. Kind, though, it may be. It may be undead, but it is also, from what I understand, peering into young Billiam's mind. The first ghoul that has not attacked you on sight. I don't like this. You, you said it appeared evil. What's, what, how, how so? What, what has it done that's evil? 
seems to be an undead abomination. I say this loudly so that I can hear. Oh. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you could live somewhere, where would you want to live? I just wish to be free. I have no desire to go back to my old home. Especially if you've killed them all, I have nothing there. But if you've, if you've dispatched all of the ghouls on this floor, I could happily live here for a very long time, feasting on their carcasses. You know we don't need to eat too much at all. Hmm. We just choose to. We don't really lose our hunger. We aren't filled or sated, so we just eat and eat and eat until we can't fit anymore, usually. But if I know I must stay here long, I will just eat what I need. And I have no desire to eat those that were once living. Only those that were undead before. Perhaps a cruel trick by what returned me. The ghost queen frowns upon me. Oh, right. The ghouls and, or no, the Morlocks preferred to Belcora as the ghost queen, correct? I know not of Belcora, but the ghost queen provided for the Morlocks for many, many years. We always sought her counsel in Grawlgust. Wise and powerful as he was, was able to commune with her in some way. We were able to, like, pin down that this this entity they're talking about is Belcora, right? Because they were worshipping a statue. Okay. Yep. Hmm. That's weird. Okay, didn't know about that piece of information. Okay, so the Morlock leader was able to talk to her spirit? Well, at least he said that he was able to. He was a fire and brimstone. Morlock, remember? Those types tend to say a lot of things to keep their flock in their pockets, so to speak. Well, well, the, 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 the Morlocks and the ghoul, there's no Morlocks and the ghouls are all dead, so you, you'll have plenty to eat, that's for certain. Well, will you let me? I will, I will watch for, for things. I will tell you if I hear whispers. Please let our grail serve the rest of her on death in peace. It will be a long time. I should probably learn how to read. Hmm, well, I know for certain I have no reservations about leaving you here to just clean up the carcasses of the fallen and dead. Seems that you pose no threat to us, and we pose no threat to you. Perhaps this could be the beginning of a beautiful relationship. What say you, angel baby? (laughs) (laughs) We're talking to her. He's a cutie doll with a shield. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm uneasy about this, but as long as you are here, I suppose you could make yourself useful by... Uh, if you would have the time to do it, please make your way to the northeast corner of, uh, of this floor. You'll find a, a large flesh golem looking construct. Uh, I believe it would satiate you. Oh, you can eat. I'm so hungry. And it begins to hobble out northward and just doesn't even look at any of you anymore. And just drifts out the hallway and heads north. Later. Pretty quickly, pitter-pattering away. All right, he's gone. Quick, check the couch cushions for change. (laughs) (laughs) There is a book on this couch over here. A big, giant book. Important. Let's do an investigate in this room. Yeah. Oh, righty. I got an 11. 
Investigator perception. No, same thing. Done. What was that? Uh, sorry. What you think? I'm, I'm... Yeah, what was your perception? I got an 11. <laughs> I got a 22. Yeah. Nice. I got a 16 for a 21. I rolled three. a 20 for a 26. Ooh. None of you find anything of note in this room. Lame. Unfortunately for you. I did find a door. Yes, there is a door. And it leads to a set of stairs that go upwards. <laughs> Up? Well? Huh. I wonder where that leads to. Somewhere that we haven't gone on the second floor. I think we've been everywhere on the second floor. I, I just don't so remember. Too. You did. You've you've seen the other end of these stairs before. Oh, okay. You just never went down them. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Then, uh, is that everything on this floor then? No, it is not. <gasps> you have the southeastern corner. South of where you found that other teleportation circle. Right. Oh, right, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's, okay. sk- let's skedaddle there. Yeah, all, all right. right. Move ourselves over there. All right, so you're back in that room that had the one uh, small teleportation circle in the eastern wall that is activated on one end, this end, but not the far end. What do you do? There is a room or a door to your south. Should listen at it. Well, give me that perception roll. Um, I got a, I got a two for a, or for a nine. You don't really hear anything. I hear nothing. Open. <laughs> a hallway. Oh, right. Ooh. You have a hallway with a set of stairs that goes down, but these are not like uh, deep stairs. They look like a shallow landing. Ooh. And as you come around the corner, you can hear a dripping, sloshing sound of water filling a large cavern chamber. It's the cistern. The air is cold and damp, and to the east is a sizable pond with a lazy rivulet of overflow trickling to the north down a sloping tunnel. And there's a five-foot diameter opening gaping in the ceiling above the center of the pool. You can hear echoing in the distance. Yep. Yep, it's... Yep. And you start to hear alongside that this... Ugh. What do you do? You're at the top of, like, a landing. You can see the south there's, like, a long cavern of sorts. And you can't really get a good fix on the echo, but if you peer, you see this pink, fleshy something ragging itself and it peers out maybe peers isn't the right word since you don't really know where it would possibly be looking because it's just a mass of flat and mouths and eyes and pseudopods but it has taken notice to you and the noise it emits reaches a fever pitch and you all have to fight against the madness that it seems to plunge you into. But we're going to find out what that means when we come back next week. Ugh. Oh, man. Uh, oh, boy. That mouther is definitely mouthing. Yeah. This yeah. going to have to be a will save. He's going to fail it. He's going to mouth you. <laughs> He's going to mouth you. Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc., 
used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Role for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening.